Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. We are back with another episode. I'm grateful for all those who are joining me today. It's quite the day. It is quite the day. Whether it's sunny outside, whether it's a tad bit humid, it is quite a beautiful day. I think most people in New York City should enjoy it unless you are incapable of doing so, then by all means, stay indoors. But for those who can, please get some vitamin D on your skin. Please enjoy nature. Please enjoy the nice warm days we have left until the cold days of winter come upon us. But enough being grim. We are back with a new episode today, folks. And considering it is the new episode since the update, we are going to stick along with what I said. Uh, today's first topic I want to talk about is uh, stringing along, people, folks. Uh, I was reading an article online about how a female strung a guy along to where he bought a ticket. <clears throat> Sorry, folks, my throat is kind of clogged. I'm kind of under the weather. You must bear with me for this, but I'm here to do this for you guys. Um, but So, yeah, I read an article online that said that a woman was stringing a guy along. They were sort of pen pals, if you will. I guess you can call it that. Um, but this guy was so... Uh, into meeting her that he actually went to an airport and was waiting there for like 10 days. Now, uh, granted, is this true? Wow, shit, dude. Um, I like to think it is. <laughs> granted, it's kind of unfortunate. People from the news report stuff like this instead of actual news, but it's a form of entertainment, so we'll take it for what it is, you feel me? But, uh, now, don't get me wrong, like, love and wanting to be with someone is a very powerful thing, you know, you should never let distance get into the way of wanting to be with someone that much, however, think about this here, folks, and bear with me, even if the roles were reversed, whether it's a guy or female, I, I just wanted to be clear, like, uh, Maybe the first day that you don't get a text, it's like, oh, well, maybe something popped up. You know, screw the first day. The first few hours, it's like, ah, maybe I didn't get a text. You feel me? Uh, maybe she forgot. Maybe something happened to her. We'll see. The, the first day, yup, by then, I'm already a- acting sus. Like, why am I still here? From days one to five, I think that is when I was just start to terrorizing my own self-respect. Like, at this point, I'm getting some vagina or I'm getting something from this woman for wasting all my time. And by the 10th day, I think it'll be so much of a defeat of myself for being humiliated, even though nobody around me knows what's going on. But I'm pretty sure some of these attendants who work at the airport have been seeing me for quite a few days. So it's either I'm homeless or um, I'm just that dude who sleeps at an airport, you feel me? So uh, I kind of wanted to go and take this out of context and just talk about the overall lesson of stringing somebody along. Whether it's for 10 days at an airport, whether it's like stringing that guy in your inbox, whether it's stringing that girl who finds you really cute and you just smashed her and she thinks you want a relationship out of her. But instead, you're just deciding to string her along even more because that's more fun when you could just be friends and smash, right? Is it really worth it? Is it really something that you should invest your time in? Is it something that it's going to benefit you in the long run? Well, uh, those questions have answers. And at least I'll tell you what. Spoiler alert, the last question, whether or not it'll be beneficial, that's entirely subjective, folks. We, for the most part, string people along in our life as friends or as people to use. Um, You could use string as a negative connotation, which it is, because if you're stringing somebody along, you're just dangling them like a puppet. 
but sometimes you could use the quote like, oh, I'm stringing along with my friends and stuff, which means, hey, well, together, dude, we're a unity. And that's very nice. However, I think I want to focus on the negative connotation at the moment because that's what this article uh, complies with. So if we just look at the context of the stringing along people, we just do it for our own gain, whether it's for our own attention, whether it's for feeling good about ourselves, whether it's for trying to ignore this tractor that's trying to pass my apartment right now. We pretty much do it for our own gain, whether or not it's long term or short term. We think about ourselves here. And regardless of how beneficial it is, I'd like to think that uh, we don't want to be put in positions where we feel used. We don't want to be put in positions where we're going to have to wonder whether or not if we're just beneficial or we are actually someone that is good for this person to spend time with. Because it's a huge difference. Because you can spend a hell of a lot of time with someone that is very useful to you. But as soon as they stop being useful to you, uh, they'd have no need more or less okay well why are you still here man listen you got the job done i i got what i needed i appreciate you you're a cool dude i, I might get some drinks but uh i i think i'm gonna dip now <laughs> you feel me i'll catch you around compared to somebody else where it doesn't matter what they do for you they could be useful for you they could be useless but if you really enjoy their company and want to spend time with them that shouldn't matter so why is this important if we can't acknowledge that we're using people or we are acknowledging it, but we continue to do so. At what point does it become okay if somebody does it to us? And again, we have to be honest with ourselves here because for the most part, everybody strings someone along. I, I can use the example of stringing along friends sometimes when it comes to smoking. Or they do it to me sometimes vice versa. For example, if I have more buzz than they do, I'll roll up. Hey, man, I smoked one. Do you want to smoke another? But it's like, you should roll them out. Nah, man, you're, you're like Grandmaster Flex. You feel me? Like, you roll better than I do. Like, come on, what's up? Or when it comes to playing in a video game with me and my friends, if I get slapped in a game, I'm just like, you know what, man? Listen, you already know you're the best player. Just let me get a rematch. And I can almost guarantee I, I can sometimes get the win, sometimes lose. But that's not the point. That is not the point. <laughs> the, the point that I'm trying to make right now is... Whether or not it's something minor like that or whether it's something major like stringing a girl or guy along for sex or for your own personal gain, it, it doesn't help the person who's being used. I mean, granted, they might feel like they're being helped, sure, because uh, if we're being honest with ourselves, we could personally um, think of people right now that enjoy being used. I will use a code name for this female because privacy included. Let's use the name Nancy. Nancy was a girl I, I used to go to high school with. Very interesting person. She was uh, quite athletic, man. She was definitely somebody that I expected to have a very bright future because she's quite intelligent. She was actually one of the smartest students in our high schools, which wasn't saying much at uh, the time of my high school um, was around. We didn't have the brightest lamps, but she was one of the few bright ones. Only problem with Nancy was that she had a troubled past, uh... I vaguely remember everything she's told me, but we were kind of close in the past where she would tell me her upbringing and why she's the way she is. So because of her difficulty growing up with her parents and pretty much feeling not existent because of lack of nurture and lack of attention because of her parents, eventually she grew the need to feel useful and reliable to people. She felt the need that that So sorry for that, folks. For whatever reason, I accidentally clicked pause. Uh, on a side note, I actually do enjoy 
I'll uncut my podcast or whether or not I have to pick up from scratch where I was at or just pick up from where I was just speaking of. I just really like how it's all natural. I don't really have to worry about editing and stuff. Not because I'm lazy, but I also feel like a podcast should be natural. It's not a TV show. It's not a video. It's just me speaking my mind when I'm speaking it. You got me? But before it cut off, I was talking about Nancy. It's really unfortunate how people like Nancy that had an upbringing of not feeling useful or feeling like she had a purpose in life because she had parents who didn't give her attention or the affection or nurture that a child needs when growing up puts her in a position now where she feels like the only way she could be useful is when she's helping others doing stuff or being of use to others rather than herself. And don't get me wrong, all of us could actually appreciate being useful to others or helping because it feels good to help those we love and adore and want to see grow. However, when you are putting them in front of yourself every single day, regardless of your status or regardless of how you feel, you are no longer doing it out of care, if you will. You're doing it more or less for necessity. And at that point, you're only benefiting them than yourself. And as a bold truth, there are some people who are more than open to do this. They are more than open to lay their bearings lay their priorities out on the line for somebody whether it's a lover whether it's a family member or vice versa sometimes warranted sometimes forced but there are people who are willing to do such things and kudos to them for those who are able to muster up the power to put themselves in that position when needed but unfortunately there are people who unwillingly do it because they feel like that is the only way they can get attention from people if we look at the amount of uh thirst traps online when it comes to girls and the amount of guys just trying to get into their DMs and under their comments and stuff. Uh, for the record, this isn't a knock against the girls at the moment. This is a knock against the fellas where, don't get me wrong, it's kind of it can be hard to talk to a female. Uh, I remember back two, one, two years ago when I was still kind of struggling to get over the anxiety. Um, I, it's not that I wouldn't talk, but I would still get anxious. But getting over the anxiety of saying, well, you know, what if I get rejected, dude? It, we've all been there. But that's the only way you get over the fever. That's the only way you can put yourself in a position to feel more confident because that's the way I did it. And that's the way any other confident alpha male would do it as well. So it's unfortunate to see how many guys are online just resorting to using such <laughs> comments like your beautiful wow, X, Y, and Z, just fluttering comments. And yes, if the girl is hot, she's attractive. You know, why not beg her a compliment? But we all know they're doing much more than that. The only problem is that's the only type of experience they're getting through from. You feel me? So you can only imagine when one of them girls responds and they're like, oh, look at all these comments, dude. She chose me. But um, let's just say you're a dealer, man. Let's just say you're an electrician. Let's just say you have something she wants, you know, and this is a more of a possibility than people can imagine now it's not just a thing that only happens for guys it could happen to females as well just more or less it's for their bodies for the most part but for guys it's the occupation so you can only imagine if you have something that they want and you're they're only there because you're willing to heed to their every need um that does not put you in a good position to actually compromise for anything in the future because now you're laying your bearings on the line for someone whether or not they respect you they understand that you no longer have respect for yourself because regardless of who that person is, mother, father, whatever, you should never lay your bearings 100% down. Never. That doesn't mean you never help somebody. That doesn't mean you're always a dick. That just means that 
there's always a, a level of self-respect you should have for yourself. And if you lay that down for a female or for a male, you are looking way more of a loser than you are of a winner. I can guarantee you that. And for the record, this isn't a knock for this guy. Well, we're going to call the guy named Steve um, for this article. I don't remember his name. But we're not going to call Steve a loser for waiting 10 days. Um, to be honest, I feel bad for him. I mean, yeah, you can laugh and it's embarrassing. And I laugh too, don't get me wrong, because that's an unbelievable number. 10 days, you feel me, for waiting a female that hasn't responded in over 10 days. That's ridiculous, dude. But I empathize because you can only imagine what this guy must be going through in life where he's that lonely for human attention or for a female. He's willing to sacrifice all his respect and dignity for 10 straight days just in, in the hopes of either getting laid or meeting this woman and finding some type of love. And it's really unfortunate when we have people like this put themselves in this position because that only puts their mindset in a more worse state. And that that's the worst thing we could do for these people because the last thing we need is them uh, grabbing... A uh, few katanas and going shisosono on, on some people. That's a One Piece reference for my uh, One Piece fans out there, Zoro. But I digress, dude. Well, shout out to therapy. I think this guy's going to need some therapy. I think I, everybody needs some therapy, especially when it comes to the string of the long thing. Because you can only benefit from so many people. But if you can't even benefit from your own mind, all these people are really just supplements to keeping your mind off the things you really need. And that's not really what you should want. That's something you should need. But overall, I like to think that this is just a good example of why some people need to reevaluate how they use others or put themselves in positions ahead of others because some bad things could happen to the person you're using or stringing along. You never know how could it, it could affect them. But with that being said, we're going to go on to the next topic, which is actually something I was waiting to talk on, and it's going to be quite brief, which was the Fortnite update, which I kind of promised on the episode I made about Fortnite. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Fortnite is in a really drastic state right now because of the mech. The mech is one of the worst things they've added into the game. It is fun to use when it was broken, when it was overpowered, um, but it ruined the game when it was overpowered. But now, it's not really too fun to use now because it's not broken. It's actually kind of sucky, but it still ruins the game because the effect of people leaving are still there, regardless if it's nerfed. Everybody in the Epic and Fortnite competitive community is in a position where we are tired of seeing Epic put something bad, then nerf it, then take it away as if they're supposed to be praised. We've been predicting these patterns, whether it's my personal prediction or whether it's people on Reddit, on Discord, or even these big time streamers' predictions on how Epic is working it. We all sort of predicted it correctly. We just individually predicted it instead of collectively. We all predicted that they were going to do this. Add something broken, it's going to ruin the game, it's going to be so freaking controversial, it's going to destroy the fucking fan base, and then they're going to be like, well, dude, you know what, let's nerf it, man, let's give it to them, and you know what, dude, I'll make, I'll do it even better, we'll, we'll remove it, like, are you guys happy, come on, like, come on, let's get the praise, come on, guys, woo, come on, free, free rebooks, no, no, not right then, you know, season 11, yeah. But that has been the cycle for Epic for the past four seasons, since season 11, ever since they had airplanes and swords. So you can only imagine how the fan base has been for these past uh, six to eight months, ever since season seven has been around. It has been horrible, including myself, an avid Fortnite player, 
who wants to compete in tournaments, who wants to get that Fortnite money, who will get some of that Fortnite money in the upcoming future. But that's not the point here. If Even if I get money, if I'm no longer enjoying the game, it, it doesn't become what I do, which is what I love. It becomes another job. And at one point, Fortnite was something I really loved. And whether or not I would look at this as a career with Fortnite, which I definitely do not, but if I'm able to make money doing a hobby and still able to live my life comfortably, I will most certainly do it. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people like myself and others in the community where even if this nerf is here, the game no longer feels as fun as it was. The mechanics are, are whiffy. The feeling of the game is clunky. There's not really much to give new players content. Yes, they keep updating the game. Yes, they add old POIs back, places of interest that from old seasons like me, myself, an OG player would recognize and new players wouldn't know, but they were like the nostalgia of it. All that is all nice, but if the game is still the same fundamentally, all the core players aren't going to be as interested. You can get as new players as you want, but if the core fan base goes, then uh, the majority of it will follow, no matter how many new players you get. So I like to think, did this patch work? Did this patch actually go into it? And I will briefly go over the, a few of the nerfs. Uh, the Rockets no longer shoot 10. They now shoot only 6. They significantly shoot much slower. Um, it takes much longer to reload. Uh, they nerfed the boost to the mech, which is beautiful. You can no longer gain mats when you are in the Brute, which is probably the biggest nerf they gave it. Uh, the two buffs they gave it was uh, casting the overshield is now 75 um, material instead of 200. I think it's pretty nice. And also buffing it from 1,000 to 1,250. To be honest, in my opinion, I, a lot of people hate it, but I actually like this buff just because now that I played with the Brute now and seeing how it works and how you really have to make those shots count now since you can't just let it all over the place, it, it really puts yourself in a position where uh, hey, if you don't hit them with these rockets, low-key, you, you might just get like ripped for half your HP before you can shoot again. And like, did they need to add it? No, but... Low-key, I, I think it's a nice little touch just for uh, a weapon in the game right now that's borderline viable slash unplayable, but still got to use it because there's a chance, you know? But I think that's all I have to say on, on the Fortnite meta and where it stands right now. Hopefully, it gets better. Hopefully, we put ourselves in a position where if people can stop buying V-Bucks or stop buying the item shop or stop supporting the game for a few days, if you enjoy it, play But if you don't, just stop playing it. Stop supporting something you, you don't enjoy. And hopefully it changes because that's what I'm hoping for at this point. I will continue to play because I still, unfortunately, somehow enjoy this game and the turmoil is in. But I will hopefully can stick with it. If not, I'm off to Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the final topic today, um, I, I think this is a short podcast. Um, I'm not sure of the time length now because I had to cut midway because of the other segment. But I'll double check after. But the last segment I wanted to go over today was, um, where's my notepad? I was walking around. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, there you go. <clears throat> Sometimes I write scribbly, so you must forgive me for this. All right. So there you go. The last topic for today is how often should you see your friends? Is it okay to not be with people? And I feel like out of the last two topics I had, this is probably the more interesting one. Uh, be- just because it's more universal to, to people to be interested about compared to Fortnite or some guy being left on red for 10 days at an airport. But uh, I I like to think this is what I like about how the podcast is going. 
I mean, granted, this is the first one I'm doing it, so I'd like to see how you guys think of it first, and maybe I can switch the topics I, I had in, but just having a, a different dynamic of different ranges of topics where even if you're not interested in it, it might be a good listen just because I'm presenting it in a different way, but it's food for thought. So yeah, the last one would be how often should you see your friends, if at all. Well, clearly, you should see your friends, man. Like, your friends are some of the most important people in your life, and you should never neglect them. Granted, family is important. However, people need to understand, and no knock against family, but family will always be there. God forbid your mother dies. God forbid your father dies. God forbid your brothers die. All of that stuff. There's still someone connected to your family. So, regardless if you aren't on good terms, they are always still family. However, we can all agree, no matter how close you are to your family and stuff, it feels amazing to have a friend or friends you can trust and spend time with and confide in and be able to enjoy life and make memories with. Because, again, if you have a bad family, that's unfortunate. Even if you have some bad families, you make memories with families, even if it's good and bad. But with friends, if you have some good friends, it doesn't matter if you have a good family or bad family. You will have a way better life traveling with others and growing with them. So yes, I definitely think it's important to see your friends. Now, how often? That is completely subjective, and I'll tell you why. Because I am of the mindset that anybody from the ages of 8 to 17 have much more relief to see their friends every day or see them much more often. And I would encourage it. Hang out with those that you want to grow with. Hang out with those you want to spend more time with. Don't devote time to people that you don't think will invest in. But this does not mean you don't spend time with other people. Because as much as you love your friends, this is why the world is a beautiful place. You can go around and meet people that you never even knew. You can fall in love with or be friends with or have as an ally or network with. That's how beautiful it is. So you must always encourage yourself to put yourself in a position to actually accomplish something by talking to the next man. However, what's a good rule of thumb when it comes to meeting your friends or hanging out with them? If they are your best friends, like for my best friends, T and A and B, which is what I'll have the acronyms as for now, um, I try to make it a mandatory thing. I can see them at least once every two weeks if, if it's a busy week or a busy month, if not way more, at least two to three times in two weeks, depending on what our schedule it is. And that's another important thing, which is understanding schedule. And this is why some people have trouble maintaining friends, and this is why some people have trouble making friends. You should never make someone feel bad for doing their obligations or priorities. You should never put yourself in a position where you have to make someone have an ultimatum over their priorities or obligations because now you're not really a, you're, you're a friend, sure, but you're no longer someone that they could probably confide in because, yeah, they might not mind it at first, but eventually you're going to start compromising what they really want to do. And regardless if you're a good friend or not, a jealous friend is never someone that is worth having when it comes to spending your time with. Anybody above the age of 18, anybody in high school, realistically, because I like to think anything past middle school, even if middle school is a hectic time for growing pains and teenagers, trust me, it's probably some of the best years of your life. Even if you hate it now, looking back on it, the growth you're going to get from that 
or got from high school or middle school, you will grow to appreciate. I guarantee it. But hell, even in high school, dude, you're put in a position where your time all of a sudden becomes valuable because any, anybody in high school could tell you time flies. Time flies. And you can only imagine if you decided not to ask the girl you wanted to out, wanted to go out, and she wanted to marry somebody, or you didn't decide to actually take the SAT properly, or you didn't decide to spend time with the stoners or the musicians or the teachers more because you were too afraid of what they would think. We've all had those insecurities, but because our time is so important and so valuable, sometimes we find ourselves in a position to actually get over that fear, to get over the fact that we need to invest our own time in ourselves. We have all me time in the world, and that is a fact. I don't care how much you work and stuff. Technically, yes, you need sleep, but we all have me time. It's just about how much me time we want. I'm somebody who's very, very, very into being an introvert, but I love being around people because that's what the world is about. The world is a very lonely place when there's no one around, regardless of how secluded you'd like to feel. So if you have special people out there like friends or people you want to get in contact with, again, to put into a position to hang out or to be put into a position to actually make friends or to be put into a position to actually rise with others and grow, to be put into a position to make others see what great of a person you are, what type of person you can be to them, what type of person you can grow that all of a sudden is beautiful. And the only way that can happen if we make time for our friends. We make time for those that we care about. Because if we don't, I'll tell you what, folks. Regardless of whether or not they're okay with it. Regardless of whether or not you're okay with it. You'll never get what you want from quote-unquote friend goals. Or family goals. Or relationship goals. If you don't keep in contact or have FaceTime. Because a voice could be as beautiful could be as soft, could be as friendly as you want. But human contact, shared activities in person, being able to have memories in person is something that you can never replicate through a phone or through letters or through imagination. So please, if there's anybody that you thought of while I was saying this that made you think that you should probably hang out with more or spend some more time with, then you should probably do so. Because we have all the time in the world, but you never know how much time we have specifically. The world is going to be here for millions of years after we go, but we don't know how much time we have left. So the best thing we can do realistically, folks, is invest the time we have into the people we love, into what we love, into how we love to do it. And I think after that beautiful spew of wisdom, a little bit of spit on the mic, I think... uh, I'll let you guys go with this one. I really enjoy how this one went, guys. I really would like your opinion of this. If it went well, then please let me know. Because if not, I do not want to continue with this format of podcasting if it is not something you guys are a fan of. Or maybe you are a fan of it, but you just weren't a fan of the topics that I spoke of today. You could uh, specify on that as well. Because, again, that is important. I don't want to add content that's not going to be... Uh, sufficient for you guys or optimal because again the content could be good but the format is bad or the format could be good but the content is bad but i won't know for sure unless you guys give me your opinions so with that being said i will see you guys very soon thank you for always listening if you want to support me i will have my instagram in my bio i will see you guys soon das vidanya